Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Sam Potosa is producing the broadcast today. Thank you for making this part of, I know, is a busy day and talking sports with us here on Sports Scene. Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will talk some college football later in the hour. But right now, there is just one area team standing after great seasons ended last week for Union County, for Bradford, for Columbia County, and for Buholtz. Hawthorne is still alive, and the Hornets are playing for a state championship this weekend. With us is C.I. Cornelius Ingram, the Hawthorne coach. C.I., congratulations getting here. Uh, recap last week, an absolutely dominating performance by your team. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Uh, but we came out fast on offense. Um, and we ran the ball well. Uh, we took a couple shots down the field. And, of course, our defense played lights out. So uh, it was a big win, especially with everything that had went on um, leading up to the game. Um, I think my guys were definitely locked in. And we were able to come out with a big victory. You know, that's what I was going to ask you because of all the hoopla, you know, surrounding, you know, having to meet with the FHSAA and then, you know, not knowing if the game would be there or at Citizens Field. That didn't seem to affect your team at all, did it? Not at all. Uh, You know, our kids were locked in all week. Um, I had an opportunity to do some interviews um, earlier last week. And probably in all of them, I, I told them my guys really don't care if, you know, we lined up and played on 301. You know, <laughs> you know they, they just want to play football. Um, they prepare the right way, and they work hard all week. So um, the most important part is having fun while they're out there, and that's what they've been able to do. Was last week the best game you played all year, do you think? Um, I think, I think it was about to be. Um, CJ re-injured his, his ankle. Um, in early second quarter, and then Jalen Ruth, who's our our defensive end, um, uh, he he had a knee injury uh, early on in the first quarter. So both of those guys end up sitting out. But I think we were on pace to 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 you know look special, <laughs> and and uh, and we still played great. Even the backup quarterback went in. Uh, we put some of our running backs. To, to, to run the Wildcat offense and um, really didn't really then skip a beat. And then, of course, uh, defense with lights out, like I said earlier. And then we had a lot of big plays um, out of our guy Darian Smith uh, Williams with, with some returns uh, on the special team side. So all three phases were actually lights out. Uh, we just wish you know, CJ could have finished and, and uh, Jalen Ruth could have finished the game as well. Are they going to be okay for the weekend? <laughs> you know, we're taking it one day at a time. We're <laughs> okay. These young guys ready, and and you know, I mean, they they can't do anything in practice this week. So hopefully, we can get something out of them in the game. Um, regardless, the game has to be played. So we're preparing other guys um, to step up because uh, we'll definitely need them to. See, uh, your your program has been here. And I would imagine that for the players that have, you know, gone through this, 
that's got to be somewhat of an advantage in that, you know, the lights won't be too bright, so to speak. Do you agree with that? I, I agree. I agree. Um, I told someone um, over this past weekend on how our team celebrated after Friday night's win. Normally there's pictures floating around um, in front of the scoreboard. Oh, we're headed to state. This time it was kind of like we're supposed to be here. And um, I don't want to say those moments in the past two years have overshadowed when we got to state because everyone was just happy we made it. I think this time it was it was definitely a different vibe. I could tell my kids have, have matured um, with, with being there and understanding um, we still have to finish the job. So um, I, I think so. I think um, just having those guys go through the experience on their own um, helps your team, always helps your team. Uh, if I'm wrong here, correct me, CI, but I think both you and Northview, the Chiefs, are unbeaten. And I guess that's mm-hmm. if you're going to play for a state championship, that's the way maybe it should be, right? That's the way it should be, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we're both undefeated. Uh, <laughs> they have a running back who has over 3,000 yards, if I'm not mistaken, rushing with over 40 touchdowns. Big kid. Um, great speed, and sometimes you know when you you play bigger running backs, you always when we started watching the film, we were expecting him to kind of just be running through people, but uh, he has good speed and he's very patient when he runs the ball. So he kind of uh, he knows how to pick his, pick the holes and 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 hit it, um, spin move, whatever he he does everything uh, for them. So we definitely have to contain him. We can't let him run wild. But he's a great running back. He's probably. Um, definitely one of the top running backs in the entire state, all classes. Um, so his numbers, um, they don't lie. His numbers definitely don't lie. So uh, we have to tackle. We have to be disciplined. And we have to tackle to give ourselves a chance. You know, sometimes, see, I, I'm guilty of this because I've always been sort of an offensive guy, but it takes the other side of the ball too. And like you just said, what you have to do to face, you know, that running back for Northview. Defensively, are you pleased with the way you're playing? I, I am. I am. We got guys flying around. Um, we got guys making plays when the ball is in the air um, from our secondary. And we play a lot of young guys. So just to see them mature and grow um, over this past season, that's what you dream about as a as a head coach or a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, whatever. You know, just seeing guys improving. We've seen all our guys improve um, from day one. But our defense is definitely flying around. They're a confident bunch. Um, and they play together. So, um, they'll be up for the task. I can I can guarantee you that they'll be up for the task. Um, we just got to be ready to go. Cornelius Ingram, our guest here on Sports Scene, his Hawthorne team playing the Northview Chiefs for the state one uh, R championship in Tallahassee. Um, I'm going to ask my last two things here, uh, a little off the the chart here. Uh, were you surprised uh, AR went pro? Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not. I'm not, to be honest, you know, the physical tools just jump out at you. And then, you know, a lot of these guys are, are, are getting the information from the NFL teams where they're projected. And, um, you know, preventing injury might be one another reason um, he wanted to leave. Um, I think that's probably the healthiest he's been in a while. Um, and then he has a load of talent, man. And, you know, these quarterback coaches and gurus – are waiting and itching to get their hands on him uh, to help him improve his game. So I'm not surprised. Um, 
then, you know, a lot of these kids have, have family and things like that they need to take care of. So, uh, yeah, definitely not surprised at all. Okay, Steve. last thing. Put your college helmet back on, C.I. You're, 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 you're a Gator now. Mm-hmm. And all this mm-hmm. stuff going on with the portal <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, a lot of people are thinking, I've gotten this today, where, yeah. okay, all this money's out there now. Could this be a distraction in the locker room? There's talk about, you know, offensive mm-hmm. linemen of Alabama that were starters mm-hmm. that are leaving because they're not making as much money as somebody else. Mm-hmm. Do you think, as a college player, that could be a locker room distraction? Absolutely. Um, and, of course, you know, I'm, I'm very close with a lot of guys I played ball with at UF, and we've had, the, we've had these talks um, over the last year or so about, oh, what if we could have did it? Well, you know, the first thing I said was, well, you know, there will be some players who won't make as much money as some of the other players. Now, how would they feel about blocking for that guy? Right. Right, because, you know, it's a lot of jealousy. And, and, and I'm not saying it's at all programs, but, you know, it kind of takes the love – the game away uh, when there's so much money involved and you don't know if guys are really genuinely playing the game um, the right way. Uh, but, but and, and I know it's two sides to it, you know, because as a, as a college student, I do understand not having any money and not being able to do anything um, outside of your, your sport or, you know, not being able to go and purchase things that you might want. Uh, and, and there's ways you have to go about it. But I do believe it's, it's a distraction. It'll probably continue to be a distraction. And um, I had two, three college coaches come by this morning, and they told me about how many guys that are out there in the portal right now ready to transfer, and I think it was like over a 1,000 or more. And I was like, man, that's a lot of kids. I know. You know, and, 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 and now you think about the kids who are about to graduate from high school and go off to college. You know, some of these guys who are transferring, they'll make it to those colleges before the high school kid will. You know, so the portal is is, is crazy now. The money situation is crazy. And I'm not knocking these kids, trust me. Uh, but something has to change some kind of way um, just so everyone can be on the same page and, and you can get back to the, the real love of the game and have these guys having fun. Well, I know the town of Hawthorne is geeked. Uh, to play Northview and hopefully get that state championship. So, C.I., thank you for doing this all year long. Hopefully I'll get you back after you win it. But uh, a lot of luck this weekend, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You got it, C.I. Thank you. Cornelius Ingram has done a tremendous job as the coach over at Hawthorne. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines and the emails back up for you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quateraro. The Gators women's basketball team is back home tonight for a matchup with Presbyterian. The Gators have started their 2022 campaign strong with an 8-1 record heading towards the start of conference play at the end of the month. Tip-off is set for 6, but you can tune in to coverage right here starting at 545. The Gators men's team will resume action tomorrow with a big game against the number 5 team in the nation, the Yukon Huskies. It's been a rocky start for the Gators, but they will enter Wednesday with back-to-back wins and have a chance for a huge resume builder with a win at home. Tip-off is set for 9 o'clock tomorrow. 
The Tampa Bay Lightning have won eight of their last ten and hope to continue their hot stretch when they host the Detroit Red Wings tonight. Puck drop will be at seven from Amelie Arena. And that's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road. And now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up. Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football. The NFL in primetime lives right here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we'll take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Tommy says, with a rebuild and so many new players next year, will not be as if Billy's lost a year in the mythical three years to secure and guarantee job longevity. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I'm going to go back to what I just said earlier, okay? 
I know there are fans that want instant gratification from a coach. But I will also tell you that there were people here that understood that it was going to take some time. That's just – so, no, I don't think that will be the case at all. Uh, BB says, uh, Sunday, December 7, 1941, yep. Um, he said uh, about negativism that I brought up, right or wrong, many national sportscasters, including Paul Feinbaum, have discussed how Gator fans can turn on you on a dime. I think the heady lightning in a bottle days of national championships have raised expectations to a point where some have a hard time enduring – mediocrity, which is certainly difficult to do, and unfortunately lash out in social media, seemingly uh, oblivious to the damage. CJ mentioned this yesterday, and I guess won't get off the point, um, but I will do it again. He says, how can the CFP justify a two-loss... Now, I want you to hear what he says. How can the CFP justify a two-loss Alabama being ranked at number six one week and then can't justify ranking them number four the very next week with three and four losing. Using the same protocol of one-loss teams should have priority. So inconsistent. Georgia actually ends up with a stronger opponent to beat than second-ranked Michigan. CJ, I want you to hear me out right now, okay? I think TCU will give Michigan a better game than Ohio State gives Georgia. And the committee was not wrong. TCU entered the game in the top four with zero losses. Zero. Their only loss was in overtime in a conference championship game. Alabama had two losses. So how, in any mathematical sense, should Alabama jump them? USC was beaten pretty soundly. And if the committee already had Ohio State at number five, they sure as hell weren't going to have Alabama jump them when they didn't. both teams didn't play. So they didn't, the committee did its job. They, I think, did the right thing. The right four teams are in there. I'm going to say this for the 50th time. The committee's job is to put in their eyes the four best teams teams in the playoff, regardless of the name on their shirt. Because, look, I would imagine if you, the last thing you saw was Ohio State being obliterated in its home field by Michigan, well, did they deserve to be in the top four? No, they weren't in the top four. They moved down to number six. But when other teams, they got helped by not playing. And that's the other thing I hear all the time. Well, they had an unfair advantage. They didn't have to play. Okay, but you do have an advantage if you play and win. Then you're automatically in. 
So if you want to make it to where then to get into the playoff, you have to play a championship game, well, then now you're asking for, you know, a lot to happen. All right, let's get some calls. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I couldn't wait to read this one. Paul says, Steve, I like your show, loyal listener, and I really appreciate the job you do, except in one area. I consider you a fan basher, especially a Gator fan basher. You always seem to criticize people, fans, for voicing opinions that are going against a player or against the team. I think fans have every right to do that. You don't seem to think that. You are wrong. The reason I sit here, in part, Paul, is I just read your email, right? I didn't have to. I didn't have to. I could sit here and do what the guy after me does. He talks constantly for two hours. But I enjoy hearing from you. I enjoy having guests to interview. But if you're going to say that there aren't some, and there's, and there's some people in every fan base that are kind of loony. I don't care what, the, I, Alabama's got people like that. I, I imagine there's Alabama people that want Nick Saban fired or he's losing it. He's lost two games. He's losing it. I, can, I mean, that wouldn't shock me, right? But I sit here every day and hear it. I sit here every day and see it, okay? And I'm going to say this for the 50th time. Fans are sometimes irrational in a good way because you want your team to succeed. You want your team to win. But in June and July, well, you know, it's a rebuilding year and, you know, 6 and 6 or 7 and 5. Then when the season starts and you go six and six or seven and five, well, Billy Napier can't coach and he needs to hire an offensive coordinator. And uh, so that's what I'm talking about. But do you have every right to express the opinion? Sure you do. And I let you express that opinion here. Gladly so. Stuart, hello. Hello. I have a question. Um, do you think this game that's coming up with Oregon State is going to test Billy Napier's true coaching ability um, in the aspect of he lost his second-string quarterback, knowing that most likely Richardson was going to leave, but that he wouldn't have a true backup. He's had the other two who we don't know much about, and everybody's leaving. Do you think it's going to test his, you know, because I don't remember a coach having to have this issue before hearing about it so quickly. Does that make sense? Yes, um, I think Billy Napier knew long before us about Richardson's deal. Okay? That, that's just, yeah. I don't know that. That's what I think. And it isn't like you have a quarterback that's never played. He's played sparingly, but you know he was recruited at Ohio State. So you're not getting a kid that played at, you know, Kent State to come in and play, but he's inexperienced. So if he comes in there 
and, you know, struggles or whatever, well, okay, you, you sort of understand it. But what has Billy Napier done all year long? What What is their M.O. offensively? Run the ball. Well, you think it's going to change? And maybe even more so in this game because of that. But you also have to take the ability of a player, Stewart. And remember, he was hurt, but he's practiced. They've seen him. They know what throws he can make. They know what he likes and doesn't like. So you got to go out and, in my opinion, call the game based on your strength and then what he feels his quarterback can do. That's all you can ask of a coach. Okay. And um, what's, what's your insight? So I'm not going to be able to listen tomorrow, unfortunately, about the UConn game with Florida basketball. Uh, Sean Kelly will be here tomorrow with us to help discuss that. But that's UConn's good. Yeah, UConn's, UConn's really good. I mean, it would be an upset if Florida wins. I'll say that. And, I, and that's not, you know, hating on Florida. I just think if you look at the rosters, UConn is better. But it doesn't mean on a given night you can't win. But I think okay. this will be, and I think this game comes at a great time for Florida. You know, they just had a couple of cupcakes, so now you get another big test. And that's what your season, I think, should be. You know, get yourself some feel-good games but then you know, play some games where you test the medal of your team before you go to conference play, this is one of them. I think it's going to be a wonderful thing for them. Okay, thank you. Okay, Stuart, thank you. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Ben Brown of Pro Football Focus will join us next. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. This holiday season, it's more important than ever to make sure you make your money go farther. And while interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at International Diamond Center, we're lowering rates all the way down to 0%. That's right. Now through December 12th, International Diamond Center is offering 0% financing for five years. This is in addition to IDC's amazing unbeatable value prices, so you can make their Christmas dreams come true. How about an $8,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $133 a month? Or check out a special collection of affordable and timeless classics like diamond studs, gold fashion and diamond fashion jewelry, with instant savings of 20%, and some hand-picked specials even marked down to 40%. 
Don't let anything keep you from getting that headliner gift this year. International Diamond Center has the price relief and the interest rate relief you deserve. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! You're invited to the official grand opening ribbon cutting of the new and expanded Gainesville Highfield MRI. Join the Chamber of Commerce and so many others on Tuesday, December 13th from 530 to 8 at Gainesville Highfield MRI in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road. Get a first-hand look at their new facility. There'll be food, drinks, prizes, an ugly sweater contest, and even Santa will make an appearance. So mark your calendar now. That's Tuesday, December 13th from 530 to 8 at Gainesville Highfield MRI. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at RadiantCU.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure is building overhead, and that means lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon with warmer than average temperatures getting into the upper 70s and lower 80s. Mostly clear skies to start out our night. Areas of patchy fog tomorrow morning with lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, just as beautiful today and maybe slightly even warmer. Highs in the low 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Cowboys are a good football team. And, you know, no matter what we say about the star on the side of the helmet, the coach on the sideline, owner upstairs, they got playmakers all over the place, offensively, defensively. It's tough when you got a front like the Dallas Cowboys, and when you have to drop back and literally throw the football, you're going to probably lose the game against the Cowboys. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We slot in the final half hour of the program today. Always a pleasure to bring in Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus to join us. Ben, hope your holidays are going to be great. Thanks for doing this. Let me start with Anthony Richardson any surprise to you he declared for the draft? I mean, I, I, I don't think that it would have hurt him to have another year in college. We are, I think, kind of seeing what is going to be a very dramatic shift with, um, you know, players, I would say, staying because of the NIL agreement, not necessarily having to go to the pros 
to, to kind of cash in on some of their talents. So I thought, you know, another year of development for Anthony Richardson could have greatly, you know, increased some of the issues that, you know, scouts are going to have with this game right now. So I was maybe a little bit surprised because I do think that he was one, you know, in particular that could have very much benefited, you know, from one more year in college. But, you know, some of PFF analysis and those sorts of things do believe he's going to be, you know, a, a late first round type draft pick, maybe early second round type situation, which is probably a little bit higher than I would have projected. But if you are, you know, kind of capable of being that, especially in, you know, a, a, a quarterback class that maybe doesn't have, you know, a, a lot of guys that fit into that range. Uh, then from that perspective, it maybe does make a little bit of sense for Anthony Richardson to declare like he did. Ben, I, I'm going to throw something out here, and I hope I make a comparison that makes sense. If it doesn't, just tell me I'm nuts and I'll move on. Um, I believe in any league, if you're middle school, if you're high school, if you're college or pro, you kind of build an offense around your quarterback and what that quarterback's skills are so if that's the case with a guy like Richardson who's a bit raw is he the type of guy that you draft to sit and look and then you know have a chance to play how would you gauge that yeah and I think that's that's kind of I would say in some ways the the difficulty with his skill set right now right because there's only a handful of teams that do really want to craft their offense to kind of take 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 advantage of some of those playmaking abilities. And we are very much seeing, you know, those teams be successful with like the Lamar Jacksons of the world and even the even the Jalen Hurts of the world, you know, with Nick Sirianni. But if that if, but if but but that doesn't really happen overnight and it doesn't happen as often with what is gonna be almost described as like a project, kinda like you mentioned with Anthony Richardson. So he's very much gonna have to back up at first. And if he doesn't kind of land you know, as one of those guys' as backups, kind of like how Tyler Huntley did coming out of Utah, I think that's going to, you know, in a lot of ways, stagnate his potential outcome at the NFL level because if he's not necessarily running the offense that he's going to be running in practice, if he is actually assumed to be the starter, like he's probably not getting enough reps to actually really fully develop in that scenario. So ideally, I think he ends up with a team that, um, you know, very clearly has him as earmarked as kind of like, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, 85 to 75 percent of what their current starter offers in a very similar capacity. And I think that's the way that you could see him, you know, really emerge, you know, as a starting level cal- caliber, uh, talent caliber level uh, at the NFL level uh, when he kind of develops over the three or four years that he first has in the NFL. Ben, because, uh, you know, we're on the East Coast, sometimes fans don't get to watch teams in the Pac-12 play. I'm very impressed with the job Coach Smith has done with Oregon State. They've got some pretty good players there. As you assess their talent, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, I would say, they. I would very much say they exceeded expectations. I think they you know, were very good in, in covering football games as well, which I think kind of speaks to, you know, the, the sum of their parts probably being greater than what, you know, the the power rankings and everything else kind of had them projected to be. So I think that speaks to, you know, the job that Jonathan Smith does, did, but they do very much have a very talented playmaker. I think Damian Martinez in, in particular, one of the best running backs in the country, a guy that is, you know, I would say very electric uh, and ran against the, behind a really good offensive line. All five of the starters, you know, graded well above average from PFS perspective. And that was kind of the foundation for what they were, you know, successful doing offensively. Now, I, I think when you kind of move forward here and, and not only looking at their bowl game, but looking at their opportunities in 2023, like they have kind of already been linked to, some of the higher profile, you know, quarterback names that are going to be involved in the transfer portal. I know guys like JT Daniels, who declared today, who was very much kind of bounced around at the college football level, but 
could kind of, in a lot of ways, fit into the Oregon State system really well and could be a guy that actually does finally get them, you know, over the top and very much, you know, in contention uh, to actually win the Pac-12. I know they were kind of on the doorstep here this year, but I think kind of being the front-running favorites, if they do land a guy like JT Daniels, who is very much kind of ready to take that step with them, uh, I think the sky's the limit for the Oregon State uh, in, in 2023 here coming up. Ben, I think what intrigues me uh, a lot here that's been under the radar is Georgia in terms of what they're going to do when Stetson Bennett leaves. They have some very talented quarterbacks, five-star kids on their roster. They've not gone to the portal, but you've got guys like Leary, you know, uh, other guys in the portal that are good at the quarterback position. Would Georgia dare go to the portal for a quarterback to replace Bennett? Yeah, I mean – it's tough because it, it, it's very much a situation where Georgia is going to be of the most ideal landing spot for any quarterback in the country, right? Have, in a lot of ways, it does seem to be a really quarterback-friendly, you know, offense. They also have guys at the key, you know, skill positions that are very much going to elevate some of the play at the quarterback. So I, I would say, from Georgia's perspective, they probably don't need to go down that path if they don't want to. But there's going to be a lot of intrigue to actually join a, board, a Georgia Bulldogs team that is that is once again, you know, very much going to be, you know, the favorites to win the national championship. And I think if you can kind of attach your name to that and come through the transfer portal and kind of showcase that, like it, it makes a lot of sense for a lot of these kids to be really intrigued by that uh, opportunity. So um, I, although I probably wouldn't, I don't think I would expect it as kind of like, you know, an over 50% chance that they do go the transfer portal right route and that guy ends up starting from day one. Like, I, I think it's probably more a distinct possibility that there's going to be enough intrigue from the from the kids' perspective that they are going to want to probably be involved with the Georgia program that is, you know, very much, I would say, uh, kind of ahead of everybody else as far as, like, where they're going to finish here in 2023. Okay, let me ask this question for Gator Nation. Because of Richardson leaving, because of, you know, Kitna's issues, it, it's almost a foregone conclusion there's going to be a quarterback out of the portal at Florida. Uh, you had to guess, you know, based on who's in it now, uh, who are some of the candidates you think that Billy Napier is looking at? Yeah, it, it is a good question. I know that, you know, we mentioned JT Tan, uh, Daniels a little bit as well. Um, earlier, I think he could maybe fit in there. Um, from, from from that perspective, I know Penn State's losing a guy, you know, Cade McNamara from Michigan. I don't know if that's necessarily the route that, you know, Florida Gators football is going to want to go, but he is a guy that has also flashed for a Michigan football team and is very much going to be available in the transfer portal. So, you know, DJ Galloway as well is going to be another guy that was once a five-star recruit, definitely struggled in, in Clemson's offense. But I also think that, you know, the scheme that, that Dabble Sweeney tried to run and how vanilla the whole offensive scheme was like it was not necessarily difficult for him to be successful but it very much wasn't maximizing his strengths and I think if Billy Napier can, can, can kind of get behind trying to build up DJ Ungalloway's confidence he could also be you know a, a pretty big fit for a guy that can offer quite a bit from both you know an arm strength perspective and also with ability to you know generate a lot of um, you know, rushing yards as well. So those are probably the starting points from the transfer portal. Uh, but but I would agree with you. I do very much think that the Florida Gators, you know, are, are very much going to be heavily involved in the quarterback transfer portal market and very much probably, you know, land a guy that Gator Nation can definitely be excited about. 
Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, joining us here, talking some college football. Two last questions, Ben. Um, there's a, already a ton of people in the portal, and there are some head scratchers. You know, when you think about you know a starting offensive lineman at a place like Alabama, I mean, that what, why would you transfer from there? You're at Alabama, and you're a starter. So with that said, how much of this could be I can make more NIL money somewhere else. I'm being offered more money. How much does that factor into things like that? Yeah, I, I do think it very much plays a role. And I also think, you know, the, the scale on which it actually matters very much comes from, you know, on an individual basis with where those kids are at, you know, currently in their lives. And, and you know, not only where they're heading potentially to the NFL or not, but also, you know, like what, what other things are kind of happening around them as well. So I think it is, you know, a, a pretty sizable impact and it has a pretty big influence on the decision-making process. And I think that could almost, you know, in some cases be, you know, one of the sole reasons for why some of these guys are at least, you know, interested in looking at, at what are, what other options are available to them. Final question. Did the committee get it right? I would say the committee definitely got it right as far as the four teams. And I know it wasn't realistic to happen, but I do still think, you know, after the TCU loss that they probably should have been the fourth seed. Uh, I very much, from my perspective, I know Michigan beat Ohio State, you know, at the big house basically and kind of in dominating fashion. But I think without Corum in the fold, uh, those are pretty even teams. And I think that that would have been a really good semifinal matchup. And I think it's very likely that, you know, the Georgia-Ohio State matchup uh, is probably the best one that we see in the college football playoffs. Where can people see your work, Ben? Yes, you can follow me, uh, PFF underscore Ben Brown. Do a lot of work, you know, from the betting and fantasy perspective. But, uh, you know, very much ramping up. Uh, and we got a lot of quality, you know, bowl game content coming up here. Once, you know, a, a lot of the dust is settled on, you know, uh, all these moving pieces that we're dealing with coming up here for bowl season. Yeah, there are a lot of moving pieces, that's for sure. Appreciate your time, man. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Have a great show. Yep, you got it. Ben Brown, pro football focus. Um, obviously, uh, McNamara is going to go to Iowa, so that takes him out of the mix. Um, but it's interesting of who he thought. I, I, maybe it is because of the offense that Clemson plays, but when the backup came in, you know, isn't he using the same system? They just look more dynamic. Now, sometimes a change of scenery can help. Um, and I'm sorry, Andy, I missed the question about for CI here. I, I apologize for missing that, but uh, I did not see it. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. Basketball has a busy schedule with the women's team hosting Presbyterian tonight at 6 and the men hosting number 5 UConn tomorrow at 9. Tune in here at 545 to catch the women's game tonight. Staying with basketball, there is a boys high school rivalry tonight between PK Young and Eastside that will be an exciting one for Gainesville. Florida's football team has received some big news with the recent loss of their starting quarterback Anthony Richardson into the 2023 NFL Draft. They will look to replace their starter for their Las Vegas Bowl game. Gators Volleyball has made strides in the NCAA Championship this season, and they will face the number two seed Pitt on Thursday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Madison Walker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
The cooler weather is here, and what better way to enjoy it than with the wind in your hair surfing the asphalt in a new slingshot. Connect with the road like never before. Demo Ride a Slingshot now at Polaris of Gainesville. They have a variety of models and styles to choose from to fit your lifestyle. The Slingshots at Polaris of Gainesville are designed to make a statement, drawing crowds with enhanced paint schemes and top-of-the-line features. They're for the bold for those willing to propel themselves into the adventure of the open road. Now is the time to buy while interest rates are low and the savings are huge. Already have a slingshot and looking to upgrade? Now is the time, while Polaris of Gainesville is paying top dollar for your trade-in. Check out the new automatic transmission models at Polaris of Gainesville and take the wheel. Let the slingshot set you loose in ways you never imagined. Located on Highway 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Visit PolarisofGainesville.com. That's PolarisofGainesville.com. Never drink and ride. When our clients are injured in an accident, it is our goal to lift the burden off of them from the moment they call us. If you call our office, you'll speak to one of our four practicing attorneys. We understand the stress that you and your family are under. We will help you and get the best results in your case. We fight as hard as we can. It becomes personal. It's not just a client, it's a personal relationship. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Need quality health insurance for your family? Getting it is easy with a little help from Navigator. If you don't have insurance through your employer, a Navigator can help you find a plan that works for you. Don't wait. You only have until January 15th to enroll. Navigator services are completely free and there's no obligation. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 Navigator. Never give up on country with Jamie Allen live in concert Friday, December 9th at the World Equestrian Center Ocala. Down a block party kicks off at 4.30 with a live concert, parachute show, contest, and more. Listen to patriotic performances by Colt Ford, Kid G, and Chris McNeil. Country this event benefits the Travis Mills Foundation to support recalibrated veterans and their families. Get your tickets today at nevergiveuponcountry.eventbrite.com. Sponsored by Chase. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at MiapaLatinCafe.com today. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF. Grand Funk Railroad gets us back into sports scene for this final segment. Ed, you're up. How are you? Good, Steve. Um, I caught the tail end of that comment uh, about being anti-fan, and I've been listening to you since you came over from the county, which is how many years now? 25. 
That's right. Yeah, more more than a couple. Yeah. And uh, for for some reason, people think because you have the right to do something makes it smart, or makes it, uh, you know, uh, anything other than a I want to get my venom out there, uh, and the consequences, you know, I could care less about because. Yeah, you've got the right to say anything you want to, but that doesn't mean there aren't consequences. And I think that's almost like a societal issue. People think they can do do stuff, and there are no consequences, so why not? And, I mean, it's made some of the Gator uh, message boards unreadable because those people seem to gravitate there. And that's not squashing free speech. That's just saying that all this negativity has a consequence. And... That's not anti-fan. That's just, you know, anti, you know, I'm not sure what to call it, to yeah. be honest with you. So I don't I, I do. I mean, at all. If you get, you know, real deep with this, which I don't like to do, it's kind of like, you know, where we are as a society in some ways. Um, and, you know, I, I was always taught this. You know, people have died, gone to war in this country to protect our rights to protect our free speech. And there is, you know, when people say, well, I can say anything I want. Well, you can, but there are consequences at times for what you say and do. And when it comes to Gator Nation, I love the passion, but, and it's not just this fan base. It, it, believe me, it's not. No, oh, yeah. But, but sometimes uh, this fan base is unique in that, and I'm going to get really deep here. It, it's gone through three uh, phases. The, the pre-Spurrier phase, when wait till next year. Uh, you know, yes, the 84 and 85 teams were wonderful, but we all know what happened, and that's a whole other story I'll get into someday. But didn't win anything officially. Then the Spurrier slash Meyer era, where you win you know three championships in less than 20 years, and now you're expected to do that. And, you know, the 2009 year, I sat here and did the postgame show, and it was like they were 0-50. That it got spoiled, right? And now, because you haven't won anything in 14 years, it's we deserve better. Well, okay, but so do a lot of other schools. So that's kind of where it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and Anthony Richland uh, presents it kind of a, conundrum or a problem because if you draw draft a quarterback that high maybe i've even heard people say if you draft a quarterback in the first round you're drafting your starter and that's clearly not where he is so uh at least in my view as far as being able to run a pro offense so i'm thinking you know i understand you know the money may not be there especially if you have a you know a catastrophic injury and that kind of thing but uh, uh if he could have demonstrated you know development, you know, in making decisions on where to throw the ball, et cetera, he could have probably elevated himself way up into the first round instead of, like that other gentleman was saying, maybe late first, early second. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, certainly possible. Uh, you, you would you would have thought with, you know, one more year of, you know, learning defenses and how to read defenses and making the right decisions and all of that. But – I don't agree necessarily that you're drafting a starter right away. You you can if you have the ability 
you can draft a guy like him, let him sit, let him develop, let him watch a pro, you know, and then groom him to be your starter and then put the offense around his skill set, I think is what some team is going to do. Yeah, and in, in spite of his tremendous athletic ability, they aren't going to want him running that much <laughs> because, I mean, he's, well, he's had I, injuries I, in each of his last two years, I'm thinking, that yeah. uh, play it safer. That will be interesting to see because I think for him to be successful, he's got to run the ball some. We'll see. Ed, I appreciate it. Thanks for your Thank call, you. man. Yep. Boxing Jim, hello. Hey, Steve. Well, it's official now. Uh, Richardson's gone. Good. I'm glad. Good for him. He was never a gator to begin with, as far as I'm concerned. No, well, stop. Uh, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> what in the hell does that mean? Well, uh, I want here's, – here's why. As this gator fan, I'm speaking for myself, Steve. What I want in a gator player, especially in a gator quarterback, because that's such an important position on the team, is someone who has the character of Daniel Wolfel, Tim Ebo, or Shane Matthews, somebody who's going to be there for the long haul. Somebody who's going to be there probably for at least four years, uh, if not being redshirted when you come in because you're loaded with good quarterbacks and, and you can wait your turn and all that, then five years, okay? Uh, so that's the kind of, and, and obviously Anthony, Anthony Richardson was none of that. He was waiting until he was eligible to declare for the draft. He wasn't uh, necessary, in my opinion, for the team, never really a, a, a good a Gator college student, and now he's gone. Good. Well, how do you know he wasn't a good Gator college student? Uh, oh, I don't mean academically. I mean, evidently, I mean, where, where's, the, where's the school spirit? Raw, 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 be true to your school. I don't see that. I, I don't know anything about his academic. Obviously, he, he was eligible to play, so he made the grade. I, I, with all respect to you, Jim. Yes. I, I hope fans don't share any of that. Okay. Because then, that, then, then you're. I mean, what you're asking for is impossible. Impossible. I mean, for yes, someone? it is because you. What you're doing by saying that. How many? It, it's like when when a coach comes here, and fans expect that coach to win as many games as Billy Donovan or win as many games as Steve Spurrier. You are demeaning Steve Spurrier and demeaning uh, uh, Billy Donovan because that's special. That, that's what separates them. So to say Anthony Richardson isn't a gator because he's not Danny Warfel or Tim Tebow or Shane Matthews, well, how many are? Well, I'd like to see somebody have have more character than what he just. But he's not done anything wrong. What what's he done from a character issue that's been bad? He he jumped to the NFL soon. He, that's not I mean, that has nothing to do with character. That's called money. Oh. Well, I, I'm I'm telling you what I, the way I see it. You yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, now let's go to let's go to Jack Miller. You know, Ohio State recruited him, so I have to believe the guy has a lot of potential. There was another quarterback that transferred from Ohio State to LSU that ended up winning a national championship, the Heisman Trophy. So hopefully, Jack Miller will be a, a, a good quarterback. But now, if if the transfer portal it sounds like is loaded, because a lot of school, 
lot of players from a lot of schools are, are, are getting in the transfer portal. I hope that Billy Napier has the uh, has what it takes to load up on, on a lot of different positions. All right. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate the call. Chris will be our final caller. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. I just want to push back against that a little bit. Anybody out there that wouldn't leave their job right now for more money and a better opportunity, you're lying. Like, most of us will leave for a better opportunity or more money, and we should afford these kids the same credit. The rah-rah, I play for the school mentality that we all love, that, those days are over. It's over. There's no crying and complaining about it anymore. It just doesn't exist anymore. And it's, it's frustrating for fans who have one allegiance. We have one mentality, which is pull root for the Gators. That's not what the mentality is. It's more of a business-like mentality. It sucks for some of us in, in the historical fan context. But saying a kid is, like, not a good kid or, like, comparing him to what happened 20 or 30 years ago, it just isn't – it's reductive. It's not taking into full context what these kids go through with social media and the homes that they grew up in. It doesn't take that into context. It doesn't make AR a worse person than Tim Tebow. Um, I, I wish the guy well, and I and – I, still consider him a Gator no matter when he leaves. So right. go Gator, Steve. Chris, thank you. And quickly, Victor says, glad to see AR making the decision for his sake or for the sake of the Gators. Not sure we could have afforded another year of development. At the same time, he gets to cash in, whether he's ready or not. People with the money bags are willing to take a risk. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish you nothing but the best till tomorrow. We'll do this again on Sports Scene. Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators here. We'll talk Florida Connecticut in basketball and a whole lot more. Thanks to Sam for producing today and for producing Inside the Huddle. See you tomorrow. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous day. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WR. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. High pressure is building overhead, and that means lots of sunshine throughout the afternoon with warmer than average temperatures getting into the upper 70s and lower 80s. Mostly clear skies to start out our night. Areas of patchy fog tomorrow morning with lows in the upper 50s and lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, just as beautiful today and maybe slightly even warmer. Highs in the low 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. We got to see something that doesn't normally happen. Joe Burrow with the ball is as dangerous as any quarterback right now in the game. With the game on the line, Joe Burrow living up to his nickname with apologies to Joe Montana of Joe Cool. Cincinnati is a team that will certainly be in the back of your mind. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Somebody uh, emailed and wanted to know the window for the portal uh, now. Well, 
Monday was the first day. I believe the date is January 23rd that this window expires. But there's a long way to go between now and then, obviously. Austin, hello. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to uh, chime in on this uh, NIL thing. Um, You know, I'm all for players, you know, being able to get paid and all that. But the place where I kind of get a little confused is, okay, they're making, you know, millions of dollars to come to school X. But how are they still on scholarship? Like, to me, it should either be one or the other. Like, they should use have to use that money to pay for their to pay for their schooling. You know, I don't think we should have to have them on scholarship as well. What are your thoughts on that? Well, supposing that you're in the portal and you don't get an NIL offer, or supposing you're in the school and you don't get much of an NIL offer, how are you going to make ends meet? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, because I think I, mean, I think everybody is assuming, um, Austin, that everybody has these mega deals, and that's not true. Okay. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's all very confusing and very wild, wild west-ish. But, you know, that was just my two cents on it, and have a good day, Steve. Go okay, day. appreciate you, Austin. Thank you. Kenny, hello. Hey, Steve, great show. Thanks for being out there today. Talking some people off the roof, I guess, a little bit with the portal and all the money, you know. I mean, it's it's like everybody's making, you know, six, eight figure money just signing up for to play for whoever and it's just it's just not the case. I think I read where, you know, the Gator Collective has only paid out one point two million and uh that's across the board to uh to all the sport uh football, baseball, basketball, women's sports, and everything. But $1.2 million spread across doesn't seem like that's twisting arms to come to my school. Well, the other thing I think people forget with that, that's from the collective, but right. th- there might be other opportunities where, you know, player X signs a deal with Nike or signs a deal with, you know, Joe's Restaurant to do something. So there's right. other chances for money, too. Yeah, I was just wondering how, you know, kind of asking the other day a little bit around this is just how many of those guys say are at Florida or or Miami or Florida State or wherever, just how many of them are really making significant money or having, having it dangled out there to take the risk of jumping in the portal? I just, I just don't, I don't see it, but maybe I'm not paying attention. I think, and I'm guilty of this to be honest, Kenny, when a player, you know, I'm old school in a lot of ways. So when player X back in the day went in the transfer portal, well, why did he do that or she do that? Because they wanted to play, right? Right. That was the reason 98% of the time while somebody transferred because they weren't playing at school X. Well, now that still might be the case. But as a previous, I think Tony's call alluded to, now maybe you transfer because you can make more money at School X. And how do you know that? Well, look, if anybody thinks there's not tampering going on here, then you are an ostrich. Your head (laughs) is right in the sand because that's going on. How in the world do these players know 
that they're going to be making money because, hey, this collective is going to do this, or, hey, I can get you a deal with this. Co- Come on, that, 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 that's going on all the time. Right, right. No, and it's just, just you know, you see the guys going in the portal, and as, as you spoke of yesterday, I believe it was 28% last year got picked up. That is uh, that's probably not a good incentive, at least for me as a player thinking to jump in a portal unless I'm really that high-profile kid that maybe got benched with starting and, and uh, some of these quarterbacks are and and then find out that their job's basically been taken or they have to go back and eat for it again, and it may be easier just to jump, you know. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate your call. You got it. Ralph says, do we have an interest in uh, Clemson's quarterback? No. I, I don't believe so. I've not heard of that. If that's the case, uh, I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Steven says, I've attended most home getter football games uh, since my first one, the 69 Reeves to Alvarez play. I don't think about the NIL or off the field things while watching. Just win by at least a point is all I'm thinking. And that's exactly what I think. How many of you sat in the stands and watched Anthony Richardson play, I'm giving him as an example, and thought, well, he's not earning his NIL money. Nobody's thinking that. All right. I mean, if, if you were, please tell me that. Tony, what's up? How you doing, Steve? Good. Good. Um, I guess I'm one of them guys. You know how, like, there's folks that done done, like, the playoff system and they wish for – Imagine chaos, um, the different teams losing to put the the people make decision into a predicament. I am the same way now with the NIL transfer portal. Um, I guess being a former player, I used to always wonder uh, about how everybody's able to make money off the, you know, college football except the players, you know. Um, whether it be, you know, you could buy a ticket and resell that ticket for double the price, but mm-hmm. as a player, if I – if I resell my ticket, you know, I get in trouble for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or, you know, uh, my coach gets a better job or get fired, and you bring in another guy, you know, who runs a totally different system than I'm used to playing or I can play in, and now I got to sit behind it. Or, or if I want to transfer, I got to sit out a year. And what if it's my senior year and I've already used my red shirt? I'm just screwed. So, you know, this chaotic system, uh, I'm actually enjoying it, laughing at it, because it's kind of like, you know, we should have did something earlier to prevent this. Yes. I mean, is the the, um, fact that players weren't getting any slice of the millions of dollars the NCAA was making? Yes. And I've long been a proponent of that. I, I just don't think anybody, including players, envisioned what there is now. I, I just don't think anybody saw this coming. No, we didn't. But you could just – it was something, you know, just times is changing. And, and, you know, if you got kids, the things that we did as kids, our parents wouldn't tolerate. Now our parents, you know, we sometimes that subjective our kids, so – this times are changing. Kids are changing. Uh, they're a lot smarter than we were. So they're getting a piece of the pie now. All right. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the call. Um, also, Lee, thank you for the pictures uh, from the uh, football stadium in Minnesota. 
um, when the Jets played there last week. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. I have a ton of relatives in Minnesota. I always drive by the stadium when I'm going to visit them. I was just there uh, this spring. Uh, and, yeah, that's, a, from what I understand, really good place. Mark says, not a fan of the portal madness. Not sure this idea has been floated before. We wanted to get your thoughts. What if the NCAA passed the following rule? A player can transfer without penalty if their position coach or head coach let the or that you, that's already the case. You can do that. If a head coach leaves, you can transfer without penalty. However, if the above is not true and the player transfers, they must sit out a year. Now you're going back to the way it used to be. You're it, it's if I'm understanding you right, Mark, you used to have to wait to transfer and sit out a year. Well, they got rid of that. But now, if a coach leaves, I believe I'm right, you can, in fact, transfer without penalty. 1245 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quartararo. Gators women's basketball is back home tonight for a matchup with Presbyterian. Gators have started their 2022 campaign strong with an 8-1 record heading towards the start of conference play. Tip-off is set for 6, but you can tune in coverage right here starting at 5.45. The Gators men's team will resume action tomorrow with a big-time game against the number 5 team in the nation, the UConn Huskies. It's been a rocky start for the Gators, but they will enter Wednesday with back-to-back wins and have a chance for a huge resume builder with the win at home. Tip-off is set for 9 o'clock tomorrow. The Gators have lost another player to the transfer portal as linebacker Lloyd Summerall III announced his intention to hit the portal this afternoon. And that's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quartararo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Road Heaver Boys Ranch is a place I've been telling you about for a while. And it has a rich history. Uh, they invite you to Google Boys Ranch and see exactly what it's all about because they've asked you for your donations of your unwanted vehicles. And so they want you to know what you're donating to. So that's why they invite you to Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to their website, which is rbr.org. You'll learn more about what they do, the history of the place, and what they do for at-risk young boys. It's in Palatka. And so, again, if you have an unused vehicle, car, truck, boat, RV, whatever it is, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch because they are sustained by these vehicles. And the kids there fix them up and they resell them. Your donation's tax deductible and they really help a great cause. So, again, go Google it. You'll see for yourself what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch does by Googling Boys Ranch. Palatka or go to rbr.org. The holidays are here, and Miapa has your meal ready. Order a holiday dinner from Miapa for your family gathering, holiday party, or if you're just tired from decking the halls and shopping the malls. Miapa's got your entire meal covered, from the roasted turkey or pernil ham to your favorite Miapa sides, like rice and beans, Cuban bread, and, of course, sweet plantains, all starting at $89. With Miapa's holiday meal, you'll be more stuffed than a stocking hung with care. Don't let cooking get in the way of a great meal. Get your holiday dinner at miapalatincafe.com today. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive and 
You can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. The Mary Wise Show, Tuesday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sean, normally with us on Thursdays, will be with us tomorrow. So hope you'll join us when he gets here at about 12.20. Tony says, NIL never entered his mind while watching games this year. Maybe I'm naive. He says the quarterback from Clemson makes AR look like Joe Montana. Todd says regarding the portal, definitely a positive for the individual athlete to be able to showcase his talent on a team that's interested in him. Sort of a new job search, he says. Could also be a positive for a team, a head coach, to sort of encourage a player to transfer to open the roster. Sort of like firing of the player. Regardless of how it's used, I think there should be parameters that any portal transfers need to be done in the offseason. And there should be a transfer deadline. There already is. To be picked up and eligible to play for that year. There are windows, two windows, Todd, in which you can go in the portal. So that's already been established. He says, won't these high-dollar collective NIL deals ultimately affect ticket pricing for the fans? No, I don't think so, because it's money that they're trying to raise from boosters. So it should not, I don't think, affect ticket prices. Rob, hello. Steve, I just wanted to um, talk about Florida football next year. Um what is your outlook for, for next year for Florida football? Rob, with all due respect to you and all due respect to anybody who asked that question, how in the hell do we know that unless we know what the roster is? Well, I mean, the roster is going to be all mixed up to begin with. Well, yeah, but with mixed it. up but and, with who? And Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. If you don't know what – we have no structure. So – we don't have anybody coming back next year that, that you think that's going to be confident enough to say Florida's going to have a good year next year. On defense, we don't. But, again, that's what you have the portal for. That's what you have recruiting for. Okay, so, you, so, you, so you're saying it's a question mark next year. You don't, you don't see any, us getting better. You don't see us getting worse. You just it's a question mark. No, I think it'll be better. I think it'll be better, but I, I can't say – eight games, seven games, nine games. I can't say anything until I see what the roster is. You have some things to build on here, certainly, yeah. right? But, number one, who's the quarterback? 
Does anybody know the answer to that? <laughs> no. You have good running backs, right? You have a receiving core that, assuming Pearsall's back and, you know, the other guys are, I mean, that's a pretty good group. Offensive line loses a really good player, but, you know, pretty good group. It's the defense. And the, the, yeah. the defense, if you're asking me which side of the ball has more question marks, the defense does, without, without a doubt. Yeah, and that starts with the grunts. You got to have some run stoppers and some um, quarterback harassers, and um, that's where we failed. I mean, I think Ar did his best. He's an athlete. Um, you're right, quarterback. We've had one get in trouble now, so that 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 that's another minus two. So yeah, I mean, you start there and you say, "Wow, quarterback. That's the best, the biggest position on on, on in football." So next year. You are obviously starting. I, I say we're gonna, we're not gonna have a. To me, this process is gonna be a process that we're gonna have to stick with Billy, and have him improve. And if it's baby steps, so be it. But we're not gonna get instant gratification, don't you think, Steve? Don't you think it's gonna be at least a three or four year process before we see some boys competing for playoffs? Uh, well, competing for the playoff. Yeah. Remember, the playoff expands and you have more opportunity. I would hope that the time you have to rebuild roster uh, would coincide with the time that the playoff expands. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll finish and I'll close out here, and I just want, I want your opinion on that. We need to go and find somebody, even if it's not. We don't need to look at the shiniest object on the field. We need a, somebody that's unsung but that is consistent and fundamentally sound at quarterback. When you have a fundamentally sound quarterback, you can improve him. But when you have a quarterback with deficiencies, Shane has said it all along, those deficiencies, are it's like habit. They're hard to break once they start. So we'll see. But, um, Steve, I love the show. I love your great energy. And last thing, last thing real quick, um, Final Four. Who do you think? You think Michigan, Georgia? I do. Probably. Um, Ohio State can score, but Georgia's pretty good defensively, and I don't think Ohio State's going to stop Georgia unless they turn the ball over. Uh, TCU, Michigan, though, uh, I think TCU's got a chance in that game. If they don't get yeah. starstruck, you know, because yeah. Michigan's been there, done that now, um, right. and TCU hasn't, but if the moment isn't too big for them, uh, they're, they're a pretty tough bunch. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think Michigan and Harbaugh, he's the—he's what we wanted here at Florida. He took his knocks. He took his lumps. And by golly, he's coming out back-to-back perennial playoffs. And I think he's hungry, and I think they're hungry, and I think they're going to blow TCU out. But, Steve, have a great one. Yep, Rob, thank you. Adam will wrap up the first hour. Hi, Adam. Hey, Steve. Thanks for the show. As usual, man, you and your producer, you guys are putting on a hell of a show, man. We appreciate it, man. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, a, a couple of things uh, before I uh, go into the NIL thing um, and transfer portal. Um, we have to focus on uh, what Billy Napier has proven so far, uh, that he knows talent, he can see it, and he's not afraid to play freshman. And we have a top eight class in the nation, and I believe it's going to jump a couple – couple more rungs now still that puts us three or four in the sec still 
but he's not afraid to play freshman. And that's why we're seeing a mass, not mass exodus, but a, a large exodus of players that are realizing that you've got players like Aiden Mazel coming in, a super strong defensive line, a uh, group of players coming in, linebackers. Um, so, you know, we got players like Devin Moore on the field. He was injured towards the end of this past season, um, and he's going to be back. So just, you know, Gator fans out there, Gator Nation, relax. Billy Napier's proven that he, he knows talent, he and he knows how to develop that talent. Um, some of the premier players on our team were the players he brought in. So first I'd like to say that. Um, I do think I have a solution, Steve, believe it or not, to this whole NIL deal. Okay. You're all ears, right? I'm listening. Okay. Try and just bear with me here. Since basically it's a free agency marketplace, just like the NFL, the NBA, um, across the board, they all have, in the professional ranks, they have player associations. Right? Yes. So wouldn't it be fair to say that a player association that is made up collectively of players throughout the country not necessarily all quarterbacks, all you know, five-star player, but the offensive linemen, the defensive linemen, leaders from each and every team, G5 included, that could possibly put together a player association and build their own parameters that suits everybody. No, think? no. That's what you? I, I was okay with it till you just said that at the end, because you're missing one important point when it comes to a players association. They still have to negotiate with the league. They don't just make the rules and they're adopted. They, you, that's a negotiated thing with whatever league you're in. So you may want something, but you don't necessarily get it. Okay, but that could be a hurdle that could be, you know, uh, it, it, it's just a suggestion. It, it occurred to me that, you know, if we're in a free agency, right, doesn't that make sense to have some type of player association that could benefit all the players on every team. You know, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so, but th- yeah. you'd have to, You would. I think there's some steps you'd have to take there in order to do sure. that. You know, it, are you going to unionize then? Are players going to you know, form a union? Because then it, that sets up a whole other parameter in terms of negotiation. But yes, I mean, in, in theory, if you did that, then you negotiate as a player's union in college, and you negotiate with whatever power there is and go from there. Thank you for your call, Adam. I appreciate it. That's our first hour. Good stuff, and we hope that you will call us in hour number two. First, though, uh, we'll talk with Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus, talk some college football. Cornelius Ingram will talk about his Hawthorne Hornets playing for a state championship. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm Emma Smith. 
Pro Football Hall of Famer and three-time champion. Trust me, I know about joint pain. Pro Football's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, talks about chronic joint pain and exciting new regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. I know what it's like to fight through pain, but now, you and I, we have help. QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced, all-natural regenerative medicine that can give you lasting relief with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Do you suffer with constant pain from arthritis or injury? Pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, or lower back? Don't assume steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. Regenerative, restorative, natural solutions are now available. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation and learn how regenerative medicine can repair and restore damaged joint tissue. Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator Country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe-running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local Steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash giftguide. Real Steel. Find yours. Available participating dealers while supplies last. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm going in the portal. Nah, just kidding. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene. There ought to be a broadcaster portal. Think of that. Sam, if we did that, right, I could be hired by... Somebody else, or who? Somebody could. I mean, of course, if nobody took me, then uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, you get the idea. Welcome in. Everybody's going to the portal nowadays. There's hundreds and hundreds of hundreds. Uh, we'll talk more about it today. Sam's going to produce the broadcast today. There's only one area high school football team left trying for a state championship. Last week, Columbia County, uh, Union County, Buholtz, Bradford. All were beaten in state semifinal games. What terrific years uh, for those programs. But Hawthorne's got a chance. Uh, Cornelius Ingram's team is playing for that. You'll hear from him today. Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus will also join us tomorrow. Sean Kelly, the voice of the Gators here, will preview Florida and Connecticut. Uh, And uh, tonight, Gator women's basketball, they'll face the place that uh, former Gator coach Norm Sloan once coached at, Presbyterian. Yeah. Um, All right. We will open the phone lines, take your phone calls. Lots to talk about today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. You can talk hoops. We can talk uh, Gator football. One of the things that I want to get your reaction on today, I guess it's the world we live in. 
And maybe it's, it's just exacerbated by social media. But do you think we as a sports fan, we as a society, are much more quick to cut down, much more quick to be negative? Because I think it is exactly the case. Doug says, I appreciate how you and Shane politely but quickly dismiss the comments from people who are irrationally negative. I wish some of the other Gator social media folks would do the same. Even arguing with them gives them power they don't deserve. Uh, Matthew says, with this many players hitting the portal this year, it has me thinking, is there a way in the years come that come we don't have as we don't have any bowl games outside the 12-team playoff? No, I don't think so. Because I think you still want to have a reward, Matt, for having a good year. I mean, just because you're not in the top 12, you know, you might be 10 and 2 or 9 and 3 and not be in that top 12, but that's still a heck of a year and you want to get rewarded for that. But he says, seems like we're headed in a direction where if a team isn't in the playoff, there's so many guys sitting in the portal, teams may not have enough guys to play in a bowl game. Well, that could be. Uh, could we see a world? where an unintended consequence of the transfer portal and 12-team play was only 12 teams get a bowl each year. I just don't think so. And who's the best quarterback in the portal right now? Uh, that's debatable. I mean, Leary from NC State. Uh, maybe Hudson Card from Texas. But there may be other quarterbacks that go in very soon. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh Okay, we've got some other emails. We'll start taking calls. Daryl first. Hi, Daryl. Hey, Steve. Steve, when I uh, emailed you yesterday about the uh, general manager for each team in college athletics, uh, when will union form? Well, that's coming. I've said that. I, I think I think there will be a union of players. Okay. Steve, I mean, I listen to you, as you know, all the time, and you said this was coming years ago, but did you uh, think the money would be involved like this? Yes. Yes. I, okay. Look, I, I wasn't right on everything, and Lord knows I've been wrong a million times. But on this one, because I just foresaw where – now, did I think the portal would be as crazy as it is? No, I did not. But when Pandora's box was opened, Daryl, where you started having – you know, the transfer rules we have now and all of that. I just and, – and, and players being paid, that's when I kind of thought, okay, we're going to see the pro model here, and that's that's what we're seeing. Okay. With that being said, do you think dissension's coming with the locker room because of – No. Okay, okay no. why not? I do not. Here's why. What we don't know, right, is how many players – actually do have deals. There's many more that have deals than that, that, that gets publicized, right? All you hear about is the big ones. Well, you know, player X might have a deal with, um, you know, tire company Y or whatever, and we don't ever hear about it. And I cannot, I'm not saying there isn't any, but have you heard, Daryl, at all, about any locker room being divided over NIL. 
so far, no. And that's why I, I just I think players understand. I think players also understand that they can go out and make their own deal. That's the other thing. What's stopping them from going out and taking advantage? So if you're entrepreneurial enough, if you're smart enough, well, go ahead and do it. I think I think players realize that. Okay. Going further with this, Steve, just say we hear that so-and-so schools offering so-and-so two, and th- two or $3 million to come quarterback the team or be a running back and so on. As a fan, should we believe that or just think that's probably nonsense? I can tell you from talking to some coaches, um, past and present, about this, that you are going to you are seeing seven figures a season, a season to play at the quarterback position. Okay, so he's not going to get two or three million dollars up front. Some might, some okay. might, but yeah. again. <laughs> It's what the market bears. And I, and I, it's like, this is just like any other business. And I think people have got to understand that. If you go work for, I don't know, uh, a Fortune 500 company, well, you get paid X dollars. If you work for a restaurant, you get paid X dollars. Well, same thing here. That's what this is. It's a pay model. Yeah. Well, I guess as a college football fan and, you know, college fan in general, baseball, basketball, I'm just going to have to get used to it, Steve. Um, you know, I'm diehard and uh, wish things could stay the way they were. And I don't have no issue with any student athlete getting a jersey sale at the sports shop. Just think about it. Look how much money was made off Tim Tebow's jersey in Gainesville at different shops over there. I don't have no issue with that. You know, give the kid extra money like Coach Spurs said years ago where he can take his date out on a, you know, date and uh, go home every once in a while. But it's just getting crazy with all this kind of money being thrown out there now, Steve. All right, Daryl. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Here's the, I'm going to ask this question before I take the break here, and then you can let me know after the break if you want to either email or call. Do any of you, as a fan, sit in the stands, watch the game, watch the game unfold, and think, what money is he making in the portal? You think so, Sam? Because I don't. I think when the, when, the, when the whistle blows, nobody cares. I think they care if they play well or not, but I don't think they're going to sit there and say, well... Anthony Richardson, you know, he's not he's not earning that that NIL money. I I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think it's something that you exactly look for, but I think when you see a guy like Drake May who kind of bursts onto the scene this year, it's impossible to not think about the money and opportunity and interest overall interest he would garner in the transfer portal. Okay. Twelve fourteen, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, eight fifty AM W Y U F. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. Good afternoon, I'm Lauren Halpern. After defeating the Toronto Maple Leafs over the weekend, the Tampa Bay Lightning are back in action tonight, taking on the Detroit Red Wings. Puck drop is set for 7 o'clock. The Gators women's basketball team 
is coming off of a 69-65 victory at Dayton on Sunday afternoon. The team will host Presbyterian tonight. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. You can find coverage right here starting at 545. High school basketball continues with girls' hoops matchups between Chiefland and Oak Hall and Buholes and Eastside. Boys' matchups between Gainesville and Williston and P.K. Young and Eastside will also take place tonight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, the purchase of a vehicle is a big deal, right? You spend a lot of money, and you're going to drive that sucker for a while. You want to make sure you love the purchase and that you're getting all the information you can before you make that purchase. That's what's great about dealing with the people at Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. First of all, if you're looking for a new vehicle, forget it. They don't have any. They specialize in late model, low mileage vehicles, best of the best. And they work with you to make sure you get the vehicle you're wanting. Several ways they do that. They let you test drive the vehicles, right? Not just one, test drive what you want, and they'll work with you to make sure that you do that. If you go online at secars.com, there's tons of information there about all the vehicles that are on their lot. That helps make your car buying and shopping a lot easier as well. And don't forget, when you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Score big this Christmas with a gift from Electronics World. Hi, this is Chris Doring. I trust Electronics World for the electronics in my home and highly recommend them. In football, you have to have a great lineup to be successful. And it's the same for the electronics in your home. Check out the Electronics World lineup. Sony, Bowers & Wilkins, Marantz, Yamaha, BDI, Sunbright, Sonos, URC, and more. This holiday season, give them or yourself a gift to enhance your home or office from Electronics World in Gainesville. Online at electronicsworld.net. Never give up on country with Jamie Allen live in concert Friday, December 9th at the World Equestrian Center Ocala. Down a block party kicks off at 4.30 with a live concert, parachute show, contest, and more. Listen to patriotic performances by Colt Ford, Kid G, and Chris McNeil. Country this event benefits the Travis Mills Foundation to support recalibrated veterans and their families. Get your tickets today at nevergiveuponcountry.eventbrite.com. Sponsored by Chase. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. Radio app. 
Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Russ says, uh, excellent subject today. Hope you explore it more about the negativity. My take is, it's so easily done anonymously with no real repercussion. I feel so much of the negative comments are not necessarily mean or vicious, but they can be. But uh, too many folks are emboldened by the fact it's anonymous. How many would say these things face-to-face to the recipients? Interesting to me. Thought about it for a long time. Good subject today. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Um, can, you, can you give me a clarification on the number of, and I'm, I'm not sure if you know this of the head, I, I heard it was 37 after the first year at Louisiana for, for Billy Napier that left the program. Is that, is that somewhat accurate? I don't. You mean that left when he left? No, when he when his first year, from his first to second year, I heard there was a there was a cleaning of house between not not just players that weren't fitting the system, but you know, between leaving with being seniors, between transfer, between you know, uh, doing other things. Uh, for whatever reason, I've heard the number thirty seven was on that first year turnover, and so if that's in line with where what he's expecting. I don't. I, I expect to see more people that will find leaving the program than fewer. I don't know if that's the number, but let's say it is, just for conversation's sake, okay? Yes, sir. Um, I don't know in this day and age that it surprises anybody that it could be that. Because, look, it's not just, and I think I forget this sometimes because I'm a fan too. You know, despite yeah. doing this, I'm a fan. Well, there's so much more available now to the athlete than there was before. Think about it. It was a yeah. bear to transfer, right? Well, and, 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 and you'd mentioned, you know, I, I've been listening for since 03, since I've been coming here. But, you know, we used to talk about in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, that say you were said player from Lakeland or, or, or IMG or one of these players that committed to a school – and you're there two years, and you have a new five-star that comes in, or you have a new player that comes in, and you're you're put back on the depth chart. It doesn't mean you don't deserve an opportunity to go show your credentials or show your ability or go make your money through the NIL deals at another college or another school. I mean, it doesn't – I mean, look at James Houston right now. He goes – transfers out of here after being here for three years, starts on another program, gets drafted, and then makes an NFL debut this year for, for Indianapolis. I mean, this is what is good about this process. And I know we were talking about negatives. I'm trying to you – know, this, this is positive. It can be. Again, it depends on which side of the pendulum you're on, right? If, if, if you uh, – if, if the team this year gets gutted, which it's going to be, and ev- yeah. I think almost everybody expected that – and then an influx of talent comes in here, and then the record gets better, nobody will care how many people left here. But now yeah, when but you first see it, it's a bit shocking yeah. when you have all those kids yeah. leave. And, and then I, think, I think that's the thing. They're, they're, nobody knows what the answer is, and I think that's, more, that's what they're worried about more so than people leaving. They it, there always is the assumption that we're going to get worse than better, and I, I'm not on that fence. I I believe that we're going to get better than worse moving forward. So so I get that. So the, the second thing I wanted to bring up was, you know, 
want to give major kudos to Mary Wise and her and her team. Um, you know, what a, what a great job they've done. Uh, sweep Iowa State. They've got their round of 16 game against Pitt. That's going to be a heck of a matchup. Most people have them favored as an upset, even though Pitt's, I think, nine in the new rankings and they're close to 15. I, I believe that they're going to beat Pitt and make it to the Elite Eight. Um, you know, we can't say anything more about how well she's done and that program's sustainability. Well, she was on here the other day, and I, and I did volleyball games for six or seven years and with Mary here. Um, I said to her, you know, what's the personality of this team? Because every team is different. Right. And she said, we're so young, maybe we don't know better. You know, <laughs> that, that we go in there and – you know, we're loose and we don't worry about it. When, you know, some of the other teams that were maybe expected to do a little bit more, eh, you know, played a little tighter. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm coaching that group, look, you're on house money here. Go go play loose yeah. and see what happens. But, yeah, she's done a great job this year, no doubt. Yeah, and I think and I think that's some of the things that get lost from a whole standpoint of, of the Gator Nation, Steve, and, I, and I'll bring it to light, is you got, you got Tim Walton bringing in a number one class with three of the top five recruits coming here for for the next recruiting class. I mean, you've got you got Mouse doing the stuff with, with track and field. You, I mean, across the board, if you follow Gator sports, yeah, this looks like a down year for football, and yeah, this looks like there's a rebuild, but there's so many other things to be, be thankful for as Gator fans to get to watch, to get to do, and uh, really appreciate living in this town and, and watching these sports. And I'll let you go, Steve, and have a great one. Copper Gator, thank you. Let's get to Paul next. Hi, Paul. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Um, just one quick question and then a comment. It, so a player under the system right now can play at four different schools, or I guess with a red shirt, five different schools in five years, and each year kind of, if they get better, move up to something bigger and better um, money-wise. Is that there, – there's no stipulations on um, moving from school to school year to year. Uh, define stipulations. Meaning that if I'm at West Kentucky this year, I go to Toledo the next year, I go to Pitt the next year, and I go to Florida the next year, each year making more money. First year I got two hundred grand, second year I got a million, third year I got a million four, and then I really bloomed and when Florida got me they had to pay three million dollars to get me. Uh in theory uh, in theory, I think you're right. Um, and then in regards to, you know, and I'm no fan of Dion necessarily, but is he really doing anything different than what Billy's doing? I mean, I mean the the wholesale, I, I guess, short of bringing his kid in as a quarterback, um, but really the same thing's going on. Do you agree? How do you mean? With the players that hey, you know, you're we're we're, we're flipping this roster. You know, a lot of them have been told they they need to go somewhere else. Well, again, he says that. Does that really happen? Because I think the problem here is going to be this. He goes in there. <clears throat> interesting to me, he said, you know, you're not going to be able to do some things. You're not going to wear hats in meetings while well, he was wearing a hat. But that said, what's going to happen, in my opinion there, if he wants, he sees a bad team. And so he wants to put his players in there but I don't think there's a coach breathing that's going to have whole well wholesale where everybody on that team is going to go. He's going to take some time in the spring. There's some kids who want to stay there. You know, he'll evaluate and then 
figure it out. And one last question. Are you optimistic at all? Because obviously I think us, you know, I say maybe over 50 are are kind of concerned where this is going. Do you think that someone from a leadership standpoint is going to step up and try to get out in front of some of this mess? Or do you think it's it's going to get worse before it gets better? It won't get worse. But I don't know, unless Congress or the NCAA or somebody comes in here and sets some true guidelines to where it's not, you know, the wild, wild west, then it may not get worse, but it sure won't get better. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. Thank you. Here is a perfect example. You know who's back in the transfer portal? JT Daniels. I mean, he could get a medical red shirt and have two more years remaining. He's quarterbacked at USC. He's quarterbacked at Georgia. He's quarterbacked. He could now go to a fourth team. That is where we are. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. I hope that you could check this out for me because my understanding of the rule is that you are given one freebie transfer. Any transfer after that, in order to be eligible immediately, you either have to petition or you have to be a grad transfer. That's my understanding, Steve. Okay. But I, what was that the question he asked, or did I misunderstand the question? Well, he asked, can a player literally transfer every single year to a different Well, team? in theory, yeah, and that's how in I was theory, answering, in theory, yes. But he would have to sit out a year unless he's a grad transfer or unless he petitions the NCAA for a hardship yes. and the NCAA grants that waiver, like yes. if he's a sophomore yes. and hasn't graduated yet. Yeah, I answered so, that question in theory, yes, okay. but it would be difficult so to do. So basically the NCAA has to, do, has to steadfast not grant these waivers unless a severe emergency that is clearly proven can, can be shown. Because if that's the case, then it's going to be just even crazy. Then every year, yeah, every single player will just get into the portal to see if they could renegotiate their contract or see if someone could give them more money. And with that being said, Steve, let's not be naive here, man. This is a payroll. This is not guys going out there getting themselves NIL deals, all right? Uh, you know, the backup linebacker is not calling pizza joints to see if he could do a commercial. This is a payroll. These guys are on a payroll, and, and they get in the portal to renegotiate their pay or get more pay from some other school. Let's not be naive here. And I push back on you on the fact of the locker room. The NFL had to institute a rookie salary cap because it was causing an issue in the locker room. These rookies getting paid these billions of dollars and these veterans not. That's happening already now. The interior offensive lineman for Alabama started every single game this year is in the transfer portal. The reason being, the recruit that they brought him behind him is getting paid more money. So he put himself in the transfer portal, either to renegotiate his deal or to get more money from somebody else. That, to me, is a locker room issue. And remember, we're only in the infancy stages of this season. This is like the first year, really. Well, but let me counter what you just said, Tony, because, okay, I'll I'll be devil's advocate. 
if you're telling me that player X, while he's there, an offensive lineman, is getting $50 in an NIL, and then a new guy comes in and he's getting $100 in NIL, well, then why couldn't that player, the $50 player, renegotiate? Why couldn't the $50 player? I'm not sure it's as cut and dried as what you're making it out to be, but I see the point. Yeah, and that's exactly what he's doing by jumping in the portal, Steve. He's renegotiating. <laughs> yeah, mean, you but, but you're doing that, but you're doing that at a risk. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, if not, not if you're a good player. I mean, the guy started every game for Alabama in the interior of the offensive line. I'm sure that guy's going to have a lot of takes. And my question okay. would then be, if, if I'm a coach, why is he in the portal? In other words, if he if he's starting, is it is he an attitude problem? Is he is there some issue with him, or is it just about dollars? So that's what makes this whole thing crazy because there's so many things you have to look at, not just oh Joe Smith's in the portal. It's gonna always be about money, man. Once money is instituted, man, that's it. It's over. The '90s and the early 2000s. If you were a football fan then, those were the final glory days of college football. The NCAA legacy is going to be ruining a great sport. This is what they left, and it's a sad. It, 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 it's a shame, Steve. All right. Have a good one, yep. Thank you, Tony. By the way, um, officially now, uh, Avery Helm, Dejon Reynolds, and Lorenzo Lingard in the portal. Again, they already made their intentions known, but officially in. And Jim McElwain is losing his starting quarterback uh, at Central Michigan. He is in the portal as well. 1232 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jovi, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. Call QC Kinetics to see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. At Radiant Credit Union, we can't read minds, but we're pretty sure you'd like to save some money. Radiant gives our members a few ways to save a little every day. For starters, Radiant members who use their Visa debit card for signature purchases earn a nickel back on each transaction. And with our Even Up Savings account, they also earn an amazing rate on their spare change from every purchase. Find out all the ways Radiant Credit Union helps you earn and save at radiantcu.org slash earn more. Federally insured by NCUA. 